Welcome to the Thin Within Results Show. I'm Marna Thal. I've been helping people lose weight from the inside out for over 20 years. And I've created this podcast to share with you non-diet tips, tricks, and tools to help you lose weight from the inside out. And today I'm talking about the fact that weight loss is so much more an emotional game than it is anything else. And here's why. So there are things that my clients do, like let's just go with turning into their body. They really, I have them start by turning into their body and really listening to what it is that their body wants, needs, craves in relationship to food. And let's say I'm having somebody work on eating when hungry and only eating when hungry. Now, the whole notion of eating when hungry is pretty simplistic, right? Feel hunger, eat it. That's what the natural thing do, right? That's what people I interviewed, hundreds of them at this point, say they do to stay thin. They listen to their body. They eat when they're hungry. But if you're like me at all, you know that that sounds pretty easy to do. But when you put it into practice, all these other things start to happen. So oftentimes I see so many women share with me when I ask them, okay, go ahead and start eating when you're hungry. They'll start and then they'll be so shocked because they'll say, God, I thought it was going to be so easy. But then I had this party to go to or everybody at work was eating. And so I felt like I should too. Or gosh, you know, every time I sit down to watch TV, I just want to grab some XYZ, right? They want to grab some food. And so what starts to happen is you start associating all this love and comfort and connection and and emotion with food. And so the journey to slimming down, I find with my clients, the best way to do that is to separate your emotional hunger from your physical hunger. See, when you separate the two, if we just listen to our body and you did that every single day, and even if you had a few little hormone things we need to adjust and shift, you would lose weight and stay in your desire at your desired weight, feel amazing, look good, and you wouldn't have to worry. But because there's so many times, if for those of us who are emotional eaters, for those of us who struggle with weight, like it's not just that I have to look at eating when I'm hungry. It's that I also am thinking about, oh, I want that food now, or that looks so good. And if you can relate, I know you know what I'm talking about is that we, if you struggle with weight, you struggle with emotional eating. It's not just if you say eat when hungry, it's an amazing thing to do, yet it's not so easy for us to do because there's so many things we attach food to. I'll notice if I fight with my husband or my kids are driving me crazy or something is going on, my immediate action is to go into like, hmm, what could I eat? What could I have? I want to like put something in my body to numb myself out. I don't know if you can relate to this, but so many of you are numbing out. Like me, you don't want to feel, especially if you're somebody like me who like, I'm not great at confrontation. I want to push my feelings down. I'm not always super great about knowing what my feelings are. I've had to work really hard over the years to 
address what they are, start to feel them, connect with them, know what to do with them because I needed it to heal my emotional eating. But my, even 20 years later, my sense would be like, oh, I'm having a fight or I'm feeling an uncomfortable feeling. Let's stuff it down. Let's numb that feeling out. And for me, it's not, I'm not going to go to alcohol. I'm not going to go to any other substance. I'm going to find myself, if I don't get in front of it, I'm going to find myself in front of the fridge with my, with my, you know, fridge wide open and I'm hunting. Or I'm going to find myself with a hand of shredded cheese in my mouth. Or I'm going to find myself grabbing an Oreo. So when we really look at weight, and I'm talking about the weight where not like you have three pounds, you just want to like tone up, but you look amazing anyway. Like I'm talking about like weight, like we're, we're struggling with 20, 30, 40, 80, 100, 150 on up. Like we're struggling with all this extra weight, all this extra emotion, all these ties to food that we have to start looking at in order to heal your relationship with food, in order for you to slim down. It really is more an emotional journey than it is a food journey because it's really not about food. When I fight with my husband or I'm irritated or my kids are driving me crazy and I want food, it has nothing to do with hunger. Nothing. Zero. It has everything to do with my desire to want to check out and numb out. And why do I do that? Because that's been my coping strategy since I was a little girl. And when I had a mom who was in a car accident and my dad fell from my ladder or a strict mom that I was trying to like, who had lots of rules and I didn't want to abide by those rules. I would turn to food as a way to comfort myself or numb out those emotions, numb out those feelings. You have feelings that you're trying to numb out or avoid or celebrate with or whatnot. And so getting really aware, really aware of what is occurring in that moment, like, wow, I really just want to numb out. Then at least, once you have that awareness, then you can do something with it. Once I know, oh, wow, Marna, you've got this fridge wide open. Wow, you really are wanting to numb out. Wow, I can see this has nothing to do with hunger. This has nothing to do with hunger. Then it's my opportunity to transform it. It's your opportunity to transform your relationship with food. When you know that it's an emotional thing, it's not a physical thing. If it's a physical hunger, then great. Then you eat and you and you address that that way. But with an emotional hunger, an emotional need, we've got to dig underneath a little bit and say, "What do I need?" That's the great thing that that coaching does. That's the great thing that I get to do with my private clients is that I get to say, "Okay, Linda." Okay, Jennifer. Okay, what is going on? Last night you overate when you're, you know, when you felt overly tired. 
okay, what can we start to put into place so that when you feel tired next time, you don't turn to food? And we practice. A lot of times I hear from people, they I know we all want things. We want our weight like solved, right? We want it done. We don't want to have to think about it anymore. But remember, this is a journey. And sure enough, I'll think even 20 years later, I'll think I have all my emotional needs figured out and I'm not linking them to food. And then another one pops in and I'm like, where did you come from? But then I have the tools now. That makes it so much easier. I have my tools to go, okay. Let's bring in awareness. Let's deal with the emotion at hand. What does that actually mean? What do I need? If I need to do some EFT tapping or I need to do some body-centered therapy or I need to visualize or I need to do, you know, whatever tool I might have that makes sense for that particular emotion, I will bring out of my toolbox and do. But I think that when we focus only on diets and we focus only on an approach that looks at the superficial food component, we're missing out on the depth and the importance of the emotional component. And I want you to just kind of do a mini assessment here. Are Is the food plan that you're on right now, is it working for your body? And is it working for your mind? And if it's working for your body and it's working for your mind, um, awesome, great, then keep it up. If it's working for your body and it's not working for your mind, then I want you to look at this because any, or it's working for your mind and not your body, either of those, if it's not working for both, then it's important to look at, is this something that I can do for the rest of my life? Because if you really can do it, Like you look at thin people, you look at people that don't struggle with food, right? That are normal with it. I don't mean people who are like unnaturally thin and they're like never eating and they're watching everything and they watch every single bite. That is not who I'm talking about. I'm talking about the people who make looking thin look easy, effortless. They do pretty much, they eat pretty much what they want in a small amount and they don't tie emotions to food. When you look at them, It's like food is just food. Food is there to nourish them. They may love it. They like it. Most naturally, the people I interviewed love food. They think it's delicious. And yet, they don't tie their emotions to them. And if you're tying your emotions, then we know that we have to deal with that. That a diet is not going to address that. Right? It's just not. A diet long-term is not going to address your deep needs for love or connection or to numb out. I couldn't keep turning to food if I wanted to actually deal with the real problem, which is I like to numb out and not feel. So I had to find new ways. This is just like you. You need to find new ways to to address that emotion, to feel through that emotion, to break through the blocks. For me, some of it is that I have some other tools now that I use to help me numb out. So at night, I may look through Amazon and just kind of shop through, or I may look through Craigslist, or I may look at and, and do some you know, YouTube video searching. I just need that time to just numb out. I may read, I may draw, I may write, or I may just watch TV, or I may do a combination of those things. But I no longer need to tie food to that. 
because I've disconnected that eating connection, that emotional eating connection. Is it perfect? No. It's not about it being perfect. It's about knowing that my drug of choice, if you will, not really choice, but my drug, my my addictive nature is towards food, not alcohol, not anything else. I couldn't care less about anything else. I can sip on a glass of wine for, you know, two hours. It's just not my thing. I say no easily and to that. But when it comes to food, if somebody has something I really love and it's right there, it's it's a different kind of internal challenge, an internal dialogue. And so I believe that the journey is an emotional journey. It's learning how to figure out your inner game in relationship with food, to work with the conversations in your head that tell you you want to eat, you must have something now, to look at your patterns of why you're wanting to turn to food, like I was saying with numbing out. Or celebratory. Another one for me is celebratory. Woohoo, let's have fun. It's the weekend. Let's eat some nachos. Let's go out all weekend long. Let's eat. And then guess what? I'm left feeling like crap on Monday because I overdid it too much. And I'm working through that right now. That is an area I'm seeing as a habit. The, it's as we evolve and change over the course of our lives, what happens is that we start to see different types of patterns start to erupt. Like I, my biggest joy, you know, like as a mom, I love being with my kids. I enjoy it. And at the end of the night, thank God, go to bed. I need my time to chill out. And I started noticing that I would want food during that point as a way to comfort or nurture me. Or I would use food in relationship with my husband. Some of you can relate to this. like, Or you use food in relationship to a, pal- a spouse or partner where you're like, hey, it's our bonding time. And then you have to look at it. And then you have to look when you gain some weight like I have, you have to look at it and go, wait a second. This isn't working. This isn't serving me. It's not serving you. I can still have this intimate relationship with my husband. I can still relax without having to turn to food. When my kids are, you know, after I put my kids down, I can numb out in new ways. But it takes the mental energy. It takes the mental fortitude. It takes setting up your life and having support systems in place so that you can be successful. It's also about recognizing your success. So many women I work with are terrible at this. I'll have women that overcome massive blocks, massive blocks, and they'll barely recognize it. They'll say, okay, what's the next thing? Or I'm still doing this that sucks. I totally figured out my nighttime eating, but now I'm still really sucky when it comes to eating in the car. Or I'm really, you know, we have got to celebrate. Our brains do not work well unless we celebrate. Our brain will just say, oh, you're always wanting something from me. You're never happy with anything you do. So why am I even bothering? Why am I even working on this whole weight loss thing if it's never good enough? Celebratory moments are really important in the process of losing weight, everybody. It makes such a difference. Emotionally, 
it makes us feel good. It makes us see our progress. It makes us aware that we're accomplishing and we're actually doing some really powerful things. That's why I have all my clients every single day write down three to five things that they're grateful for, that they did well for, because we've got to rewire their brains and your brains to start doing something different, recognizing your successes. So I know I've kind of rambled in a few different ways here, but I really wanted to speak today to the fact that this is an emotional journey. And I know there are so many diets and so many programs out there that want you to take their pills and shakes and drink this and don't have that. And it makes you crazy. It makes me crazy. That's why I couldn't do it anymore. And I see so many of these patterns and these these ways of being in relationship with food come and go, and then there's something else, and then there's another, because that's the, the marketing machine. But the truth is, you need a program, whether it's mine or somebody else's, you need a program that you can do that's normal, that fits into your life, that allows you to be you, that allows for real food, that encourages you to be your best. Frankly, that's probably the most important. Encourages you to be your best and to step into your best self without putting you down, that respects you, that honors you, and a program that gets the fact that most of this really is about our emotional relationship with food, our mental relationship with food versus the physical relationship with food. And I just want you all to be thinking about that. Um, on a business side, sort of on the business side of thinwithin.com, we just finished up our two-week Rewire Your Brain to Think Thin training series. It was a huge success. Thousands of people joined me. I have so many great new clients. I'm just It's just a really buzzing time of year. And there's some fun things that I'm going to be doing. I'm going to be surveying you. I want to know, like, as we're going into – Oh my gosh, I can't even believe this next year is coming up so fast. As we're going into 2020, which I can't even believe we're saying 2020. Oh my gosh. Oh, it makes me feel old. But as we're going into 2020, um, what do you want? What are you wanting for your life? What are you wanting for your body? What are you wanting for yourself? And I'm going to be, one of the things I'm going to be doing is if you fill out the survey, it's like six questions. It takes a couple minutes. Make sure you are subscribed to my email at thinwithin.com. You can go there, subscribe. Um, and I want to know, I want to do a survey. I want to know what's going on with you. What's happening? I'm going to be giving away one free home study course membership. What six month coaching course that is my home study course? It's $8.97 and I'm giving one of them away free. It's a huge give. It's my way of saying thank you for taking the time out of your crazy, nutty schedule for me to answer six questions so I know what the heck you want, what you need, and keep making thin within even better, even as so I support you in the way that you want because things change as as time evolves. And I want to make sure that I'm serving you. And I know that all of you who are new to me, as well as other subscribers that I'm helping to support you. So I will have a link to that survey under this. 
I also am going to be doing something I've never done before. I'm really, really excited. It's totally free. And watch out, keep listening because it's going to be happening in the next couple weeks. So that's really exciting. And like always, if you like today's show, it would mean the world to me if you would share this podcast with others. If you like additional help for me, head over to thinwithin.com. You're going to see a link that says free resources. Go and take the assessment or pick a free course that speaks to you so that I can help you to stop the dieting nutty thing of dieting and help you start living thin from within. So thank you everybody for being here, for listening to my rant on the fact that if you are not addressing your weight in an emotional way, it is likely to come back because this is an emotional journey. It's a mental journey. And I want to help you totally transform your inner dialogue, your mental journey to, to get you the body that you desire and you deserve. I'm here for you. And thanks everybody for listening to today's podcast. Let me know if you have any other topics that you would like me to talk on. I would love to know that because I want to help support you in whatever way you need. All right, everybody be well. Talk to you soon.